It's a light month of Game Pass releases this week as the light goes down across Redfall, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Spark Pass News Update. My name is Mark and I am joined as always by my best pal Spencer. Spence, how you doing, man? You know, man, I was I was doing okay until we started the show and you said the light goes down and then the light behind me flickered a little bit. Uh, I don't think you could see it on camera, but I caught it out of the corner of my eye. Uh, that was terrifying. I think Mark yeah. is a wizard. I listen, I try to bring a certain energy to these. And apparently the energy I am bringing is magician today. This isn't um, even like an October spooky episode. I mean, I guess Redfall, we, we do have some kind of spooky stuff there, but like, yeah, absolutely. What? <laughs> um, but you know what? Whatever is fine. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where we talk about games that are coming on Game Pass. You can tell the energy of the show is a little different today. Because I it, it it's not been a good week to be on Xbox Internet, everybody. Uh but we got some Game Pass games. We you wanna do. you wanna talk about some Game Pass games? Alright, great. Um so let's start the party with in case you missed it, because we talked about this a couple weeks back now, uh whatever our last news show was. Uh, of Quantum Break leaving the service over some licensing issues. In case you guys missed it, uh, about a week or so ago, uh, Quantum Break is back. Hooray! Yay! Yay! Uh, so it sounds like the licensing issue that we had feared uh, doesn't sound like it was as bad as we had originally heard. Yeah, it seems like it was a pretty easy thing for them to work out if they got it back that fast, so... Right, yeah. What, it was off the service for like two-ish weeks somewhere yeah i think it was a couple weeks at most it really wasn't that bad yeah we'll we'll take that right that's not bad at all uh quantum break is a great game it's part of you know remedy's legacy of badass first person games so i'm glad that it's back on the service um obviously and this one's one microsoft owns they it's signed sealed and delivered it's theirs so like put it on there absolutely 100 percent um so quantum break is back great the rest of the month's releases, I mean, obviously we know about Redfall. Redfall's the big daddy. Redfall's out. Technically, it came out last night at like, I think it was like 8 o'clock. Um, but the scheduled release date is today, May 2nd. Um, we'll get into what's going on with Redfall this week a little bit later in the show. Um, that's sort of our main topic of the day. Um, but we got four other games one of which was a game that was already on Game Pass. So not a hefty two-week sum here, but let's start the party with Ravenlock. Ravenlock is a storybook-themed action RPG coming to Xbox on May 4th, console cloud and PC. This is a day one on Game Pass game, so it's debuting on the service. Watch the trailer for this. Um, it's got this cool sort of storybook aesthetic and it seems like it has very like you know the traditional action rpg combat that we kind of expect nowadays of like guy with sword who does parries and stuff um it seemed like it was very much in that vein it was an enjoyable trailer i i enjoyed watching the trailer anyway um i for me it's like a, i don't have time to play this but it seems like a cool game right yeah like i'm even just looking at the like, just the key art here for it on The Wire. Th this art is freaking cool, dude. It's a really like, aesthetically gorgeous game. Yeah, this is some cool stuff. Like, it, it's... I don't know. It almost mixes, like, a 2D and 3D feel to it, if that makes sense. Like, And there's a little bit of pixelated stuff to it. But then there's some stuff that isn't. It's kind of like a weird mixture. Um, but it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, this, this looks uh, this is, interesting. Yeah, it's a neat-looking game. And like I said, it's an action RPG, so it's basically like third-person perspective. You've got a sword, and you're doing a lot of, like, parrying and ducking and dodging around and stuff. So um, it looks pretty neat. Uh, I think I'm... I would be interested in giving this one a go if I was not getting absolutely rained upon from the sky by 84 video games. Yeah. I would probably be into this one. But, uh, you know, hell on earth has rained upon us and the video game gods have opened the skies for Jedi Survivor, Redfall and Zelda all within a two week span. So 
probably won't be able to get to Ravenlock right away. But uh, it looks like a cool game. Uh, I'm definitely intrigued by it. And it might be one of those, like, once we hit the summer lull season, I might go back. Yeah, you know? I was going to say, this looks like a good one to add to, like, your play later list that they offer right. uh, on the Game Pass app. And, uh, and come back to it whenever you have some downtime or just, like, looking for something to kill a few hours with to see if you like it. For sure. Um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, I think the developer of this game uh, had another game that was on Game Pass that reviewed quite well, and I'm struggling to remember the name of that game now. It's gone. It's exited my brain. Um, <laughs> but this is their follow-up. This is their this is their next thing. So um, it, it looks it looks really neat. I'm definitely excited to uh, get to check it out at some point. Next game on our list, Spencer. We just spent the last ten minutes trying to figure out what the difference is between Weird West and Weird West Definitive Edition. Because if you'll remember, circle your brain back to March 2022, Weird West was added to Game Pass. This is a game that was published by Devolver Digital. It's sort of a top-down, immersive sim RPG where you're in, like, a uh, Cthulian West, essentially, is sort of the best way I can describe it. It's a really cool game that reviewed quite well. Um... But we sat here for, like, no less than 10 minutes going, okay, what's in the Definitive Edition? How is it different? We couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it doesn't say on Xbox Wire, like, now with whatever DLC or anything. Uh, right. The Devolver Digital website literally just says this is what the game's about and where you can buy it. Nothing about the Definitive Edition. So, mm-hmm. Uh, my xbox up here now uh there is no dlc for this game so it's not packing in dlc is it maybe there's like a performance a, boost or something that they added later maybe I don't or like know. some big some big quality of life updates or something yeah. i'm not sure um but this the old version of the game reviewed quite well it seemed like it was pretty sweet uh and now we got a new one yeah, and hopefully they didn't make yeah. it worse with the definitive edition. So <laughs> I was gonna say that rarely happens, right? I, like, yeah. Normally, a definitive edition is usually better. Um, I mean, there are exceptions. I stare directly into the soul of the outer worlds. <laughs> like, just fuck. They 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 really screwed the pooch on that definitive edition. Anyway, uh, Weird West is a really cool game. There are some people that fucking adore that game. Uh, and I feel like we talked about this last year when it originally came to Game Pass. That like aesthetically, it's your jam, but you don't think you'd like the gameplay. Yeah, that was kind of my thing. I was like, I don't really know that I'd like the gameplay of this very much, to be honest. Um, like, but it's definitely a like a top-down sort of. It's got that sort of isometric strategy RPG viewpoint. Yeah, which I, which I know is not your jam. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I could be completely wrong, and I might like it. So, But hey, I mean, I can try whatever the hell this new version is <laughs> on well, May 8th. <laughs> if we can have a definitive op opinion on whatever the hell the definitive edition <laughs> of this game is. Well, I I'm telling you, folks, we went to Devolver's website. We scoured YouTube. We went to, you know, the, the Weird West page on the Xbox app on PC, on the Xbox app on the console. I went to the Steam store hoping maybe there was, like, different listings there. Nope. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. We can't figure out <laughs> what the content is. Um, There's probably somebody but, that would be listening to this that's like, it's literally right here, you dummy. So if you're that yeah. person, uh, tell us what it is. Cause... Put, it in, put it in chat. I would yeah. love to know. I would love to know what's different about the definitive edition, but like I'm telling you, man, it's not I got like nothing. we didn't try. <laughs> it's not like we didn't try. We tried. There was effort put in. We just did not fucking get there. Um, <laughs> but that's coming out on on May for console. That's cool. Um, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this one. Shadowrun trilogy is coming to PC. These have been available on console for a while now. Um, Shadowrun trilogy is a it's three games old Shadowrun top-down rpgs um and uh Shadowrun's a cool setting it's a cool rpg setting it's like sort of cyberpunky future sort of thing um got this sort of like mysterious like detective sort of vibe sort of infused in uh these are cool games um it's cool that they're coming to pc it's weird that there weren't pc first 
because these were initially PC games. Yeah, that's but that is kind of weird. It's weird that they're just now maybe they were already there and they're now like packaging all the trilogy bonus features. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, Shadowrun trilogy is on PC now. It's coming May 9th. Okay, all right, here we go. Last one. Fuga Melodies of Steel 2. Coming console cloud PC May 11th. Hey, Spencer. Hey. You got any buddies that are furries? I don't. Because you got to fucking know. tell them. You got to fucking tell them about this game. It's a strategy RPG made by CyberConnect 2. And it's cats and dogs, baby. It's just everyone's a cat person or a dog person. And you do some strategy RPG shit in a tank. I watched the trailer for this and went, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay sure okay this exists okay this is a video game <laughs> i don't want to dog the game too much i didn't play the first game obviously as you could tell by my tenor um didn't play the first game so like i don't have strong feelings about this at all really uh, but it basically it looks like you sort of like you're all in a massive tank and then you go down a path and there's sort of like branching paths, and then each one of those lead to like strategy RPG encounters. Um, oh, okay. It's yeah. Thanks, Windows. <laughs> like that sure seems like a video game you can play. I'm sure that it's a it's a cool ass game. CyberConnect has made some cool stuff in the past. Actually, it's funny. CyberConnect, I feel like I mostly know as like the guys that you know those Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm like the fighting games, the like arena fighters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's them. Oh, so, okay. That's mostly what they make. So this is a bit of a departure for them. And CyberConnect 2 um, has a lot of love for Xbox. They, in fact, recently posted uh, on their, their Twitter account whenever Xbox's 20-year anniversary uh, came around for them. Uh, they, they had all this, like, cool Xbox 20th anniversary stuff of, like, oh, yeah, our anniversary is this year, and Xbox's anniversary, and we're cool. Like, we're friends. Um so this definitely seems like Xbox's continued push for Japanese-made content on Game Pass. We've been talking about it all year, it feels like, of, like, they are really pushing hard to get a bunch of Japanese-made content into Game Pass and put another one on the list. Yeah. Fuga Melodies of Steel. Check the box. We got more, baby. Oh, when I first pulled this up on the Steam page, I know this is, isn't what it is, but the art of the the vehicles reminds me of Metal Slug. It's very sluggy. Yeah. yeah. I can I can totally see that. I mean, obviously a completely different gameplay style, but art-wise, I can see. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. It's basically Metal Slug, but with cat people. And then I saw more of it, and I went, "Oh no, it's not! Dang it!" <laughs> now, if you if you made Metal Slug with cat people, I'd play. The I'll shit play out that. Of that. Yeah, I'm playing the hell out of that. Uh, uh, that's playing, that's all day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will play that for free. Like, yeah. You, like you give me that, I'll just be like, here I am all day. I'm in. Um, hundred percent. Uh, strategy RPG. No, with cat you. people in a tank i'm i'm okay thank you very much have a nice day yeah listen the um, cat people did not make me enjoy the strategy rpg <laughs> more <laughs> uh yeah so uh spencer that's it that's the that's the whole two-week period of game pass i mean obviously all that plus redfall right like you got to keep in mind redfall's the big game so they didn't want to position anything too massive against redfall right right i get that this is one of the weaker two-week spans we've had in a while i was just thinking that i was like this is this is kind of light like this is yeah. this is super light this is this is probably the weakest two-week span we've had in 2023 so far mm -hmm. like this it, this is not this is not a great list ravenlock looks kind of cool it, somebody tell me what's definitive about this edition of Weird West. I just want to know. Like, at this point, I just, <laughs> I just want to know. Um, but, you know, we cover these every week on the new show, and this is definitely the weakest slate we've had so far this year. Yeah. Like, no question about it. Um, so that's a shame. 
And it gets even worse because there's games leaving Game Pass. You ready for everything that's leaving May 15th? Yep. All right. So this one isn't this one isn't too too bad. Um we got Before We Leave, Danganronpa 2 Goodbye Despair Anniversary Edition, Hearts of Iron 4, Her Story, and I apologize if I butcher the name of this one. <laughs> Umurangi Generation Special Edition. Um, if I said that wrong, my apologies. Uh, I I I was unfamiliar with your game. <laughs> you know that Shaq meme. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's me. Uh, nothing too wild there. Uh, Danganronpa Two is probably the most notable leaving there. Yeah, I'll say that's definitely the biggest name leaving. Yeah. Which, uh, Danganronpa 1 left, like, a month or two ago. So, it seems like those games are cycling out now. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. Um, because those are big, long, meaty games. Um, that I think are, um, kind of divisive titles, right? Like, there could be people who are like, I am adamantly not into this <laughs> right so right, buying it yeah. is just a big no for them right yeah uh i do want to give a little bit of love to her story her story is it's basic it's more of an interactive film mm -hmm. than it is a video game uh but it's it's a very interesting game it's like basically it's you're going through a database of police um interrogation footage yeah and trying to piece together this woman's story uh it's a really interesting game uh so i want to give a shout oh. to that uh def definitely not something that um i feel like would catch you know your sort of average gamer's attention but mm -hmm. a really cool piece of art that's been on game pass for a while now that I think people should probably check out before it goes. This um, is from the same person who made, um, immortality. Yes. Which yes. did review and do very well and was, was pretty popular. Well, all things considered for like an FMV game, right? Like it was, right. it was popular. Um, so if you liked that and maybe you didn't realize this is another game that, uh, that that creator made, this would be a good time to maybe jump on that while you can. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and again, you know, we always mention this, but anytime anything's leaving Game Pass, it goes on sale for 20% off in the Microsoft Store and on Xbox. Yeah. Right? So, um, and I don't think that game is incredibly expensive to begin with. So, I don't think so either. Yeah, so definitely one that you might want to go check out before it goes, if you don't have time to get to it before it leaves. I don't think that game's very long either. So I can't imagine it is. Yeah, I don't think it is, so... Definitely one uh, that I would recommend checking out. But like you said, Danganronpa 2 is probably the big one that's leaving there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, I think all the rest of these are like, not great, but not ideal. So basically, this month is, it's Redfall's two weeks, baby. Like, there is nothing <laughs> competing with Redfall 2 here in terms of stuff, or with Redfall here, in terms of stuff leaving or stuff coming in. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, like... That kind of makes sense, though, right? Like, this is their big game for May, and really for a little while. Uh, yeah. So it kind of makes sense that they wouldn't really put anything else up against it and take away from it. Uh, or, you know, maybe put out a game that's, like, kind of a sleeper hit by accident, like Hi-Fi Rush was. And then everybody's yeah. like... Hey, your big game is okay. It's there, but this weird little quirky game. Let's check that out. Yeah. Uh, so they really put Redfall out here all by itself, and it's a shame that it's not reviewing very well. Yep. Um. So welcome to our main topic of the day. Redfall ain't reviewing great. It is all over the fucking shop. Yep. So uh, I've been reading a bunch of reviews. The review embargo lifted. First of all. You know there's danger at the door when the review embargo lifts an hour before the game comes out. Yeah. That's... Bethesda has a history of doing this. Uh, I think the review embargo lifted for... Uh, previous game, uh, Deathloop, uh, like two days before the game came out. It was like mm -hmm. a day or two. It was not long, right? 
Um, the review embargo for this game lifted an hour before the game came out. That's not ideal. No. Um, and it's kind of showing in the reviews so far. Um, a lot of people, and, and I'll give IGN full credit on this. A lot of people don't like to give IGN full credit. Um, they're doing a review in progress. They haven't put a definitive score on it yet. Yeah. Uh, and there have been a handful of outlets that have done that. I think Eurogamer. I don't think Eurogamer even does scores anymore. Um, PC Gamer hasn't scored it yet. Um, a bunch of places haven't scored it yet. Um, because they didn't have enough time to get all the way through it. Yeah. Right. Which good. Um, that's, that's what I prefer to see, but there have been, there's been some outlets that have given this an eight out of 10 and there have been some outlets that have given this a four, <laughs> like it is up and down the margins right now on open critic, which is what I usually use to sort of aggregate reviews. Um, it's at a 65 aggregate score. Now aggregate scores are not the end all be all. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, reviews are a metric of how that person who reviewed it felt about it. So it may, you may feel differently. I know for me, there's a ton of seven out of 10 video games that I have loved. Yeah. Um, but for your big fall release or big summer release, not a good look for your, your critic ranking to be starting out at a 65. And when some of these unscoreds come in, it, it probably will trend lower honestly than higher from mm -hmm. based on the sort of consensus yeah. that I've seen. Um, it's not looking great. Um, basically most of the reviews that I've read said like the loot system feels pretty hollow. Um, the storytelling isn't quite as good as arcane's previous games, mm -hmm. prey and, and death loop in particular. There's a lot of problems with the AI and it kind of feels like they rushed it out the door mm -hmm. in terms of technical issues. So all that being said, Spencer, we were very openly like, don't sound the alarms yet when the 30 FPS thing dropped a couple weeks back. Mm -hmm. Now can we sound the alarms? <laughs> I mean, we can start we can start raising some some, some flags here, right? Yeah. Um, because one thing that that we both talked about before uh, the show was that these people who are saying, like, you know, we're working on a review, they did get it, like, two days ago, um, and review embargoes lifted an hour before the game came out, but also yeah. there was a day one patch that's correct happened when it released, so they are playing on pre-release, well, not pre-release, but, like, pre-patched stuff. Um, right. Does that mean it fixes everything? Absolutely not. There is a good chance it doesn't fix a damn thing. Um, we've seen that happen before, right? Right. So I'm right. not saying that this is this is the end all be all fix of everything, um, but what I do think is, you know, no one has made a real review of this game. Um, they've given their first impressions of not patched software, as far as I'm concerned, which is fine. Like you know, those are going to be legitimate concerns that people have of the AI's kind of messed up. Um, you know, I had points where there was a, a body that I was shooting and the person they were playing with said that it was a dead body on the ground. Like there are a lot of disconnects there that are worrisome. Um, and hopefully that day one patch and whatever, uh, upcoming patches can solve that. Um, yeah. And you know, my biggest thing is, you know, people are already, saying uh well there's all these problems with redfall at launch it's a dead in the water game blah 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 because of that um and i'm just curious if anybody has paid attention to the star wars game that just came out that also had a lot of problems on day one were they the yep. same kind of problems absolutely not but they are game breaking problems for people um and i haven't seen any people saying well this game's dead in the water so you know. We'll bite back on a couple of those things. Um, it seems like the Star Wars game, the problems are centralized on the PC version. I know my brother is playing Jedi Survivor right now on the PS5 and has reported zero issues. I know like, I've seen some on Xbox, but most have been on PC, yes. Yeah. I, but at the same like time, the that's the crowd that's always the loudest to bitch and moan. 
that is true. The PC crowd may seem bigger than it actually is because they are the largest and definitely the most vocal online, right? Yeah. Um, we'll say I, I sort of have two feelings on on where Redfall is landing in the reviews. Most of the stuff that I feel like people are complaining about in the reviews, there's some that are like putting more weight on the technical issues. But some of the reviews I've read, like Jez Corden's review on Windows Central, for instance, and, and all hail in Jez. I trust Jez with my life. Um, he said the game just felt kind of hollow. And like a day one patch ain't going to fix that. Yeah. You know, like he's he's like it. I think the exact quote was actually I had the exact quote right here. A serviceable first person open world shooter with the most needless RPG layer in the history of always online games. That's harsh. Um, a day one patch ain't gonna fix that. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's just one guy's opinion, right? At the end of the day, that's what reviews are, is opinion, right? We have to remember that this is a definitive. I have definitely played plenty of 7 out of 10 games that I've loved. I've played plenty of technically flawed games that I love, right? Yeah. So, obviously, I, I don't think anybody's out here celebrating, right? Like... Oh, it's a fucking 65 on Open Critic. Woo, great. No, nobody's celebrating, obviously. This is not a good look for a big, major first-party release. Uh, and I can't help but feel that Redfall got hung out to dry here. Yeah. If you'll remember back, bring your mind back okay. to the Xbox Bethesda Showcase last year. They said very definitively, these are the big games that are coming out in the next 12 months. And the stars of that show were Starfield, Redfall, and Forza. Mm -hmm. Starfield and Forza fell out of that 12-month window. Yeah. And I think here the fear from Microsoft was if all three of those major games fall out of that 12-month window, the backlash will be greater. Mm -hmm. so we got to get one of them out there and it feels like redfall was the one that sort of got the short straw here you yeah. know forza is obviously a huge franchise for microsoft starfield is basically the ship upon which all the hopes of microsoft xbox have landed right like everything is revolving around those two games for 2023 seemingly I can't help but get the feeling reading the reviews that Redfall got hung out to dry here, that this game probably could have used a few more months of polish. Um, but they said, fuck it. We can't break our promise on everything. Mm -hmm. Get it out the door. Yeah. And I don't think that's the right mentality. I think people would have been okay with Redfall getting pushed a few months. Yeah. I mean, you're, I feel like either way they, there was going to be positives and negatives, right? It's bad. It's bad either way. Yeah. Absolutely. There was no perfect option. Um, yeah. And looking at the three games, they went, well, we can't put Starfield out and it'd be bad. Um, although honestly, they probably could have and gotten away with it better than Redfall. Um, based on name recognition alone, uh, because Fallout yeah. comes so, out, yeah. it's a broken mess. People still love it. Starfield people yeah. have been chomping at the bits for that game for so long and they're just like already sold that they love the game even though they don't know a lot about it right uh so if it comes out and it's a technical mess they get memed on a little bit and they go ah but that's to put out a goofy broken game again ha 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 and then they patch it and everybody goes ha ha greatest game in the world uh but when you put a new IP out that isn't as big as that game, right? Like, Redfall is nowhere near the size that Starfield's going to be. Uh, you know, people are going to pick that game apart for every little thing that they can um, when it's your only big title. Uh, and obviously, right. Forza's not going to get put out in a broken state ever. That's not going to happen. You know, they're not going to fuck with the big three, right? Yeah. Halo, Gears, Forza... Like, they learned their lesson from Halo Infinite. Yeah, they can't do it again. The, they can't do it again. They're going to take their time on the big three, Yeah, right? I think so. So, um, man, it's just it's a shame because it definitely, the overwhelming vibe I have 
is this game got hung out to dry. And I was not overly excited about Redfall to begin with. Mm -hmm. This was on my hypometer of the big games of Xbox of 2023. This was definitely at the bottom of the list for me personally. Mm -hmm. I know it was at the top of yours. Yeah. Um, so for me personally, it's like, that sucks. I wish it didn't happen. I kind of understand the circumstances of why it happened, mm -hmm. but it sucks. Where are you at now knowing, like, I don't know if you completely agree with my theory here that Redfall was sort of the one that got hung out to dry. Um, but where are you at before we let's keep in mind, neither of us have played the game yet. Yep. Um, before we come in here, where where's your mindset at? I mean, I, I I don't disagree with you at all, right? Like, this was the one of them that they felt like, of those three, um, they had the safest bet of putting out it maybe not getting great reviews and then it just being like, either we move on with our lives and accept it or, you know, it becomes like a uh, a, a cult classic sleeper hit you know, that ends up doing well with a niche community and they keep it going for a while. Um, and that was the one that they said, we can afford for this to not be perfect day one. Um, but we can't afford to put out nothing from these three games that we said were coming out. Um, right. And I don't, I don't think that was the right move either. I agree with you. Um, but they were at the point of, you know, everybody was already on the train of, well, Xbox has no games. I'm not going to get an Xbox because there's nothing to play, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the people saying all that, even though there's a ton of games to play, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, maybe not the biggest AAA releases, but like this week, this two week period aside, look at Game Pass for the whole rest of the fucking year. Yeah, there's it a lot been, of stuff on there, dude. <laughs> it's been um, nonstop bangers for pretty much the rest of the year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, on, sorry. and I think they just saw like we just can't delay everything. Like eventually yeah. we got to do something. Um, yeah. and Redfall was the one that they said, well, this is the least, um, least of like a gamble of it coming out and not doing super well or having some technical problems at launch and their eyes that they could, uh, they could recover from pretty easily. Right. Yeah. Maybe so. Which is a bummer uh, if that's the case. Yeah. That's yeah. I just and, don't know that that's the right mentality. Yeah, and and something else to remember is Redfall did get delayed from May of last year to May of this year. So they were like, right. that already got delayed another year. Do we really want to wait longer? And it's like, man, it could have just been like a month or two if that solved all the problems, and I think it would right. have been worth it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we made the argument last month that like, or yeah, it would have been last month. Um, the, like the marketing materials already made, it's already paid for, yeah, you know, which like, I mean, that's also true. I get that. You know, I totally get that too. Um, and that could have been a cost analysis that they did right of look, man, put the game out. It's a little, it's wonky at launch. We take a couple months, fix it up. We're not going to be the first video game to do this. Um, and still end up being a good and successful game, right? Um, right. Of, I we can't afford to redo all of this marketing push, and that's also why the marketing kind of dried up leading up to it. Was well, you know, we already kind of put out some stuff. Um, this isn't looking super perfect, so let's pull back a little bit of these ads and a little bit of this money, maybe, uh, and push that into development, hopefully. Um, or, you know, maybe we're looking at in a few months, we get a, a definitive edition, like we got of whatever the hell weird West is. That's really just the 60 frames per second update and, uh, all of the other AI fixes and stuff. I don't right, know. Yeah. Maybe so. I don't know. I feel like, okay, here's my vibe. Hear me out. Check, check it out. I think once they realized, and I don't know how late in the game they realized, like, oh, man, this game's not polished up. I don't know how late in the game that was, right? Mm -hmm. So let's put that caveat there. Um, 
I almost wonder if they should have just gone, you know what? Fuck it. Push it. And let's put some more emphasis on Minecraft Legends. Mm-hmm. Like, because it kind of feels like Minecraft Legends got, like, Nothing. I don't know if you feel this way. It got no marketing. No, it really didn't at all. Like, that game didn't. And it's fucking Minecraft, Spencer. <laughs> like, and that might be about, why it didn't get a lot. We is... talk about the big three, right? In reality, it's the big one. And the one is Minecraft, yeah. right? That is Microsoft's biggest property at the end of the day, right? Like, we talk about the sort of core audience thing. But in reality, it's Minecraft, right um and minecraft legends got like no fucking marketing so if you push minecraft legends as the big game Mm -hmm. maybe then you can afford to push redfall a couple months yeah or maybe a month i don't know right Mm -hmm. this feels like you know and i i don't want to drag the whole Phil Spencer needs to step down argument. Cause I think that's fucking silly. But at the end of the day, that decision came from the top. The decision to put Redfall out in this state, the decision to not put as much emphasis on Minecraft legends, that decision came from the top. And yeah. I know there's a lot of distractions with the Activision stuff. I know there's, there's a lot of different shit going on, but that's a miss from management full stop. Like, there's no one to blame but them for this one. Yeah. Just full stop. And like, I kind of wonder, and- like, did we not get a lot of marketing and advertising on Minecraft Legends because it's Minecraft, right? Like, they were like, look, dude, the game exists. It's got Minecraft on it. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> People are buying it. People are playing it. I'm, I mean, sure, but, like, then you could, but you could still sell it more, though. Oh, no, I'm it's- not saying that was the correct idea um i just think maybe that was the thought process right of like we don't need to put as much money in this because it's already a very very big name it is a household name at this point minecraft is um so them just going look dude just say it's coming out and like put it on the dashboard and people will find it uh kids are gonna know the new minecraft thing is coming and they're gonna get it um where Redfall is on its own. You know, it's it's a new thing. It's a new name. Uh, we need to push that in front of people. That could be the yeah. thought process of why it didn't. But even then, like, we had, what, two weeks between Minecraft Legends and Redfall? We yeah. could have waited another month, dude. Yeah, we probably could have. They and still could have kept their promise of 12 months. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. that probably would have been the better call to begin with. Like yeah. Redfall didn't need to come out at the beginning of May. It could have come out at the, the literal last day of May. And technically you still kept your promise and you gave it more time, both for people to play Minecraft legends and for the game to get a little bit more polish. Yeah, maybe so. Um, but overall, obviously not a good look for, for the Xbox brand in general in a brand that is already trying to recover Right. Um, And they've done, I think, a pretty good job up to like. Basically, like middle of last year is where I started to feel like, okay, maybe there's some stuff going wrong here. Mm -hmm. But like up to then, like from 2017 to now, um, 2022, whenever they had to push Starfield and Redfall a year, it started to feel like uh, maybe things are going off track again a little. Um but this is a rebuilding brand. You got to remember that. 2013 decimated Xbox as a brand down to nothing. Yeah. And they've been building it back up. And, you know, the advent of Game Pass is basically like a brand new platform for them. Um, and they've been building it up for a few years. And this is them skidding off the road. It's uh, Ryan McCaffrey on IGN describes it as Fox steps on the rake. <laughs> every feels like once once or twice a year it's like they just step on a rake and get hit in the face when they don't need to just look down and see the rake right yeah so i don't know it's interesting we'll see how things go um but obviously not a good look to see redfall getting 
you know, ironically, put out on the cross to suffer, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it's get, it's getting staked through the heart real bad, man, which is a shame. Because uh, I know a lot of people were pumped about this game, uh, you included. Yeah. Um, and I mean, who knows, dude? Maybe some of these patches are going to help take care of some of the problems that people have had. Um, but, you know, like you said, that's not going to fix if the game's not fun. Right. And I think that is my bigger concern in general because at this point like i said they're they're not the first game to come out and be not everything it should have been or just kind of a broken mess that ends up being successful later on look at no man's sky remember that game coming out <laughs> well, it was not great like on release uh, but now people love it right here's the thing though i feel like people use that as the boilerplate example um I, I don't think people realize that that's a bad thing. <laughs> oh, no, it is <laughs> right? not a good thing. I'm not but saying this is a good thing, but it's right. not. I'm just saying that uh, on day one being a little broken, uh, as far as like, you know, AI going being a little wonky or, you know, stuff kind of just like freezing in time um, isn't the end of the world as, in terms of video games. I don't think that's the way that it should be. I don't think we should put out games that don't work, but to just look at it day one and go, game's dead, I'm out, is not, is dumb. It's the way of the world, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and I do think sometimes we overemphasize the technical and underemphasize the actual game and the art of the game itself. Yes. I do think that, that we overall, in all online discourse of video games, do that. Um, if Redfall falls short on both, when we put out our review next month, I'll be the first one to say it. Yeah, and that's um, a way bigger thing, too, is, you know, like we've said, if the game isn't fun, if the story isn't good, there's not a whole lot fixing that, uh, other than, like, no. rebuilding the game from the ground up. And at that point, you might as well just chalk it up and move on, right? Like, Yeah, exactly. Um, but... I feel like a lot of people in this game so far, like the reviews that we've seen have mostly focused on the technical. There's been some, like you said, Jez doesn't, he, you know, he brings up the game's not fun. Um, but most of the complaints I've seen are like, it doesn't run at 60 frames per second. The AI isn't good. Um, there's sometimes where there's an enemy in front of me and to my companion that I'm playing with, the enemy's dead. And uh, the your progress not carrying forward, and it, when you play online with friends, right? Like those are things that can be fixed. Should they have to be fixed on launch? No, they shouldn't. Games should just come out and fucking work. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, that's not the way of the world anymore. And um, if they can fix those things, I'm fine with it. If the game sucks and it's not fun to play, that's a different story. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Like, um, I don't feel like Atomic Heart was that technically bad, but that game fucking sucked. <laughs> Just because it's Atomic technically Heart, good doesn't Heart, mean it's a good game. Right, and Atomic Heart reviewed okay. Yeah. Right? Like, it didn't review spectacularly, but it reviewed okay. For us, it was the worst video game of the year by a country fucking mile. Yeah, right? that might be one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. I've been playing games for close to 30 years. We will never stop shitting on Atomic Heart. We will never stop. It will never Look, man. <laughs> don't make robots trying to fuck me in your video game, and maybe I won't make fun of you as much. That's on you. Oh, uh, shit. Well, it's it's definitely clear that Microsoft is going to have to take a lot of fan feedback on how this Redfall launch is going. But you know something else they've been taking a lot of fan feedback on, Spencer? Is the Xbox dashboard. Ooh, yeah know how in depth on this little world you're you are but very little like i know it exists um and that people want it changed and that's about all i got basically there has been there has been a war for years. <laughs> basically since basically since the series s and x came out of like it's weird that the dashboard didn't get updated for the new generation uh we want a new one here's some of the stuff we'd like to see um, a few months ago, 
Microsoft put out a new dashboard experience update for Alpha Insiders, uh, and people didn't like it very much. Uh, the main complaint being your, uh, you know how you can set a background, your background can be whatever you yeah. want. Um, that it was basically, basically you couldn't see it. There was boxes all over the fucking place and you couldn't see the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so Microsoft went back and they said, okay, you don't like it. That's cool. We'll take it a step back. We'll retool it a little bit. Uh, and yesterday, uh, alpha insiders, which I am not one of, but a handful of people are uh, a fair amount of people are. In fact, I actually signed up for the alpha insider thing. I'm not in yet, but hopefully I will be one of these days so we can do more stuff like this. Um, got the updated version of the test dashboard and it seems to solve not all the problems, but a lot of the problems. And I think it actually looks pretty good. So Spencer, if you could take me full, please, I'll walk Ooh. everybody through. All right. You're on, it's on you. You're Hell yeah. your front, front and center. So here's what the Xbox dashboard looks like currently. Mm -hmm. You can see... There's one big box on the left-hand side. There's all these. And then so you can kind of see my background, but not really. Yeah. Uh, and for me to be able to navigate to Game Pass, I have to hit the Xbox button. And then there's all this stuff down here. This is what I usually use to navigate most of the time, right? Like, right. I pretty much ignore this screen, by and large. I just straight up hit the Xbox button, and I just go here, right, most yeah. of the time. So that's what the current dashboard looks like. And uh, full credit to Tom Warren from Insider Gaming. This is who I've taken the screenshot from. This is not my screenshot, just to be abundantly clear. Um, this is the new dashboard. Whoa, that's so, a big difference. Yeah. So you can see they've minimized the size of the boxes. Yeah. Uh, at the bottom half, there used to be a lot of Game Pass advertising. Yeah. Uh, and you can see that on the current. Here, I'll take you back to the current dashboard real quick. There's, like, all this, like, Game Pass-y stuff yeah. down here, right? That, like, takes up a ton of fucking space. Yeah. I... On the new one, one box. You see there's one little box for Game Pass advertising right there. Yeah. And Dude, that looks it. way better. Uh, you'll also notice at the top, that little, like, you know, at the bottom, I'll take you back here. Again, we're just going back and forth. This little bottom row yeah. down here, all that is now up at the top of the dashboard yeah it's just like front and center now where it should be right front and center uh there have been uh alpha insider testers have noted that uh they seem to be experimenting with what they want that bottom left box to be for some people you can see here with tom it's showing the store mm -hmm. uh for other people it's been showing uh my games and apps which is what it currently is um so they're still experimenting with what they want to put on that box Personally, I would prefer it be the take me straight to the my games and apps page. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at the same time, preference. that's at the top. So like. Right. Yeah. Um, that's at the top. And also the store is at the top, too. So I'm not 100 percent sure why that needs to be in the advertising box at all, frankly. Yeah. Um, Honestly, and I get just get rid of that whole row. <laughs> I, I mean, I understand that they've sold advertising on that row and they can't get they can't like wholly get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Right? It's just dumb. It I don't like it, right? Obviously it's not ideal, but at the end of the day, they've sold it. So like like I get it, but it's not it's not great. Um but yeah, so basically um they haven't noted any like big changes within the like the actual ai like the or the actual ui interface the rest of the way like the my games and app store and when you hit the xbox button and all that stuff like all that seems pretty well the same yeah. it's just the front page presentation essentially that's changing so we can take it back to the double boxes that's everything that i wanted to show there's my little, there is my, there, my presentation on how the Xbox dashboard has changed. Welcome. <laughs> this um, was my PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> this is my PowerPoint presentation on how everything has changed. In conclusion. If you're, to, if you're listening to this on audio, I'm sorry. You didn't see any of that. Um, but that's, uh, that's the changes on the dashboard there. So Spencer, top line. What do you think? Why wasn't that what it was to begin with? Because that looks so much better. It looks way better. Um, um, it looks more... Uh, okay. It looks more online with, like, 
the PS5 dashboard, right? Like you have it's your pretty, you have the important similar. shit and then there's like another sub menu that you can go to at the top to quickly jump. Um and I think that makes way more sense than what we currently have. Cuz yeah, also agree. like, you know, you were scrolling through your your different blocks of blocks, right? Uh it was like you got to game pass and I was like if I go past that point, it's by accident every time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never scrolling past that and being like store movies and TV or whatever the fuck that is. Xbox, let it yeah. die. We didn't want it to begin with. It it definitely feels like and I mean, 100 percent. It's a holdover from the Xbox one era. Yeah. Right? Have a you ever bought a movie or TV show through the Xbox store on your Xbox that wasn't free? I did it one time. Okay. I read a James Bond movie because I got some Microsoft rewards points out of it. <laughs> um, but that was the one time <laughs> I did okay. it once. That was before I bought the, uh, the, uh, the James Bond collection. I have the collection of all the Blu-rays, right? Mm-hmm. So like now I have, I will never need to do that ever again. But uh, it was all, it was a Microsoft rewards challenge of like rent a movie and you'll get some points and i was like sure i'll watch skyfall whatever yeah like it was one of those but in terms of like actually going to the store intending to rent or buy a film fuck no yeah (laughs) i think i bought one and it was it was actually on the xbox 360 because it was the only thing i had at the time that could play things um and i had like a like a tiny bit of leftover um what do they used to be called microsoft points is that what they were yeah. before you just used your real world dollars right, uh yeah, and it was microsoft i had points. like a hundred of them left over from something you can't fucking buy anything with a hundred points um and they were like yeah hey so this south park episode is like deeply discounted uh and it was the world of warcraft episode and it's like the only one that i truly enjoy because that episode is gold uh yeah. so i was like yeah, I'll spend my hundred points on this because the fuck else am I gonna do with them? Um, but like the whole Xbox One and it being pushed as a entertainment piece as opposed to a gaming console, yeah, there was never a point in time where I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. And after that, I I kind of I forgot that I had that episode until we had this conversation. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, I know what Spencer's going to go do after this. He's hooking up the Xbox 360. Here we are. It's right um, back here on a shelf, baby. I'm grabbing it. <laughs> and mine's actually, mine's not back on the shelf. You can see there, if you're watching on video, there's a stack of Xbox 360 games. That's normally where my 360 goes because it's it's hooked up. I hooked it up the other day uh, a couple weeks ago to, to play a game with my brother. Um, but yeah, I overall like this dashboard more. There's still some complaints. There's still some issues that i have Mm -hmm. uh the main one being the dashboard is not hdr still Mm, yep we need to fix that because most video games at this point use hdr uh and if you don't set up your tv properly to handle that you'll get this weird instance of like you click to a game screen goes black for two seconds yeah and then bam you're in the game it just it feels clunky it feels bad this is very easily solved by making the dashboard HDR compatible. Yep. That's that should be the next step for the redesign. Um apparently the you can set it so that you have either a static background like you can now or you can set it to change the background based on what tile you're on. That's cool. Okay. Um that's neat. Uh so the like aesthetic customization stuff, mm-hmm. it seems like they've gotten better. Yeah. And given that they can't get rid of the ad layer because it's been sold and I understand that. Um well, stop if selling. They could, <laughs> if you if you could get rid of that, it'd be perfect. If it was just beautiful. That, that that top bar mm-hmm. and put that at the bottom and you don't sell ad space on the front page anymore or you do it in a different way, I don't fucking know. Like I'm if it was down. that, it'd be perfect. Given that the ad layer has to exist, I think it's the best we can do with what we have. Yeah. You know, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, it looks nice. Make it HDR so I don't have to sit through two seconds of black screen every time I switch a game. Yeah. Thank you. 
but do that and then we'll i'll be big chilling honestly at that point i'm good yeah i'm i mean i, I overall yeah. i like it you know like it looks so much better than what we have and it's definitely if nothing else at least like a huge step in the right direction absolutely and it definitely it saves you clicks like at the that's, end of the that's day that's my thing yeah there's just yeah. less like bloat it feels like yeah it, it saves you clicks because before i load up my console i log in the front page loads i immediately ignore it i hit the xbox <laughs> button i go down to my games and apps it's like five clicks yeah to get to where i need to go with the new dashboard it's log in here's the dashboard press up hit a yeah better that's a big improvement i like it um because it defaults to games and apps on the far left hand side so you literally just have to press up and you're on the bar and you hit the button i'll do you one better Great. just start my cursor there let me just start there in that top menu and then go down if for some reason i want to click down absolutely but let me just Even pop better. it open and go directly to my video game please on my video game console yeah that sounds great. <laughs> um, overall, I'm I'm happy with it. Just just make it HDR, and yeah. we'll be we'll be big chilling. I think it looks good. I'm in. Sweet, hell yeah. Um, uh, I'll I'll tell you what, Mark. While we were doing this show, um, yes. there was a bit of small breaking news. Okay, um, but we got speaking a of Tom Warren, that's who it comes from. So yeah. um, this isn't anything big, but it, I think it is interesting. Uh, so Microsoft is apparently uh, starting a new Game Pass referral program that lets you invite PC friends to try Game Pass. Uh, so apparently they're launching like a friend referral program that lets you invite friends to try out PC Game Pass. The offer is available for Game Pass Ultimate and PC Game Pass members to invite up to five friends, five friends for a free 14-day trial of PC Game Pass. Cool. Yeah. That's neat. So with it's Redfall just coming out, you've got Game Pass. Throw that to a few of your friends. You guys got two weeks to try this game out together. Yeah, and then that's, you know that's rad. Um, it's not a huge thing, but this could also be kind of like moving forward into something else. Of we can invite friends to our family plan, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's but, no way they don't announce the family plan at the summer show, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, there's no way they don't, right? Like, the, it's been in beta testing for so long. We've seen documentation on what the price is. Like, there's no way that doesn't happen at the summer show. Yeah. Right? Um, so. One thing to note with this, uh, and this is something that more and more companies are starting to do, um, which I don't, I don't agree with at all. Uh, but if a friend that's new to Game Pass does accept this offer, it means they cannot use another introductory offer later, like the promo cards that come with accessories. Uh, so if there is a introductory thing later of, you know, get Game Pass for, you know, a dollar like they used to do, um, which they're not doing right now. But if they have something like that, you know, um, just be aware that you may not be able to use that, it seems like, uh, which I think is bullshit because Discord does the same thing of uh, you get one-time nitro for free even though you get it with your other subscriptions from things like game pass uh you can never mm -hmm. use one of those codes again uh i think that's bullshit yeah it sucks it's not it's not ideal yeah like if if it's part of the package that i'm getting for buying a product i should be able to use it yeah yep so um just keep that in mind i guess if you're like i am going to buy game pass at some point like maybe just hold out for a hot, a hot deal. Uh, but if you have a friend who's like super on the fence, this 14 day trial might be worth it for them. Right. Yeah. Give them, give them the push, give them the push into the game pass ecosystem and yeah. you will never leave. Like, I mean, you'll probably, you know, leave at some point. I, I will be real though. It is exceedingly rare that I ever pay for game pass. Cause I hardcore grind Microsoft rewards. <laughs> like, I, I paid for Game Pass. This is the first year I've had to have money taken out of my account for Game Pass in like three years. So, nice. like, because I just I don't hardcore grind Microsoft Rewards like I used to. But mm -hmm. like, you can you can get it for free if you're willing to spend the time. Don't sh just sh come down here with me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like don't... if you're already investing enough time 
to grind those out, you're probably already investing enough time to just almost naturally get them from playing video games, right? More or less. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's kind of the same thing with, like, being able to play uh, World of Warcraft for free from in-game gold. You're probably already playing enough that you're you're going to naturally get these things. Yeah, um, for sure. And if you're not, yeah. then, you know, maybe don't put yourself through the the hassle of it and make it a freaking job to save yourself 15 bucks a month. It is not as, uh, it is not as bad as it used to be. They've streamlined it a fair amount. I don't have to go like there was a time in my life, Spencer, where I had (laughs) Microsoft edge program. I remember this to launch 30 tabs. You open it. It's 30 Bing searches. It knocks out all your Bing searches all at once. I remember. You just click through each tab. What did we? I had we, that set up for a while. I stopped doing it. You were in town one yeah. time, and we 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 went to some event. I think we went to like the roller derby in town, and you yeah. were like waiting in line for for concessions, and you were like, "I gotta get my Bing searches in." <laughs> like pulled your phone out, and you were like, "Roller derby, okay." Uh. <laughs> Uh, weather. Uh, what else can I Bing search randomly? <laughs> I got to a point where if I forgot to do it on the PC, whenever I come in, I do it on the phone, and I would literally just type the alphabet one letter at a time. <laughs> a B C D A B C A B C D A C D E. So broken. Like, you just do it, and it works. It fills out your Bing searches, and you get so many free fucking Microsoft points. I don't do that anymore. I'm not quite that deep uh, because um, I make enough just from playing games and like doing the little daily quests or whatever, which are super easy. The the daily quests are like play a game. Yeah. Get an get an achievement. That's it. I think some of those things you can literally just do from your phone. (laughs) Like, yes, there's there's just launch a game on cloud. There's a bunch of shit you can do from your phone. Like you can launch a game on cloud. Uh, there's actually on the Xbox app, there's separate rewards from the ones that are on the Game Pass app. Uh, and those are, uh, they have Microsoft Jewel in there. You play around a Microsoft Jewel, you get 30 points. Play any game on PC, you get 50. Play any game on console, you get five, right? Like, just do that. Literally, you don't even have to play anything. Just launch the video game and it, bam, gives it to you. Um, yeah. So you can get... You can get Game Pass for free, my children, if you're willing to do a tiny bit of work. Um, it's not, it's, I can get it all done. I've got it to a point where I can get it all done in like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It's, that's and, not and frankly, l- less than that. Like, literally, all I got to do is launch game, let game play, go through, like, it takes me like five minutes, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. It's not long. Like, you can do it. I believe in you. But if you want to get that 14 day free trial, uh, to try out Redfall, that's definitely that's a thing to do. I like the idea of referral programs like that. All right, get that so. fourteen day free trial. Grind like hell in that fourteen <laughs> days to get your first month free, and then continue to get your months for free. Simple economics. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that you can get quite enough to get a free month. Uh, just from grinding everything is hard. I mean, I suppose if you just you do everything. I suppose you could. Uh, but anyway, um, that's going to do it for the SparkFast News update today. Uh, for May 2nd, we got a fucking main show coming out next week. We do. We got a hell of a main show. It's going to be Minecraft Legends. Um, for the Game Pass Game of the Month Club, that's the game we played. We played it here on these streams. So uh, you can check that out. And we do want to make a tiny little announcement for the Minecraft Legends episode. The Minecraft Legends episode of Spark Pass is going to be the first that will be video-centric. The main show is coming to video. Woo, um, baby. We're doing video for everything now. Look at us uh, go. We've, we've done the news show for a few months now, and we figured out basically how to work out the kinks. Um, we're doing everything on video now. So the show will be premiering on YouTube next week. Uh, it will still be coming to your audio feeds as normal. Yep. Nothing's changing there. Um, but we're going to be on video as well. So you can watch the show as well as listen. And it'll basically be just like this, right? Yeah. We're not, we're not going to be live recording 
the main show so that we can still do some editing and some special stuff. But um, the main show will be basically this format, the two of us in a box talking about a ding dang video game. Right. Yeah, It'll be pretty, pretty similar much. to this. It'll be pretty similar to this. So uh, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube, do that. I'm also working on I'm going to get the back catalog up on the YouTube channel at some point. That's going to happen at some point. I just haven't fucking done it yet because I'm a lazy fuck. It's a lot of work, um, dude. It's a lot of work. There's a lot going on. Um, but we're going to get the back catalog up on YouTube soon uh, so that you can listen to every episode of Spark Pass on a playlist. You can have the new show. The new show is already coming out on YouTube uh, the next day. But you can see everything on YouTube. That's the plan eventually is for everything to be on YouTube, everything to be on Spotify, everything to be on Apple Music, everything to be on everything. We're taking over the fucking world. Yeah. You better be ready. Because it starts with, with Minecraft. <laughs> It'll be a legend to tell. It, it, Why do you guys legend? watch this? I'm sorry. That was I terrible. That was, real, that was real bad. Anyway, we'll be back next week for Minecraft Legends. We'll be back the week after that for more news. Come check out our Sunday streams on Twitch. Uh, we're going to be playing Redfall throughout most of those. Uh, we maybe. might not have... We Maybe, unless it sucks. Unless day um, one we go, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, unless it sucks shit. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, it's worth noting, we may not have Spencer this coming Sunday. It might be a Mark Solo stream. I haven't quite made up my mind yet. We might. We might. Oh, special Mark stream. <laughs> If father's away, the child will play, right? <laughs> I might just, like, play some bullshit on Game Pass for a week, and then we'll start Redfall properly the week after. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, that's it. That's the news show. Thanks for watching the news show. We really appreciate your time, effort, energy, and attention. And we'll see you next week for some legendary shit, baby. This is just as bad as yours. Kill the stream, Spence.